You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm excited to have our guest, Benjamin Benishu, on with us. He is the CEO and founder of Drop and has been doing some really exciting things for anybody who's actively on LinkedIn. You probably know what I'm talking about. With over 10 years of experience in digital media, brand strategy, communication, and customer service, he has turned his passion for innovation and culture into a driven career, successfully creating global campaigns for the world's leading brands, including Nike, Adidas, Asics, Warner Brothers, Orange Telecom, 47, and Microsoft. The list is robust. In 2007, he launched B Street Media in France, a multimedia platform for brands dedicated to all facets of street culture. Fast forward to 2015, he also received an EBT green card for his accomplishments and relocated to Los Angeles, California. Currently, he serves as the CEO and co-founder of Drop, which we're going to learn a little bit more about today, a tech company on a mission to empower brands and creators globally, leveraging conversational commerce to help grow their business. As he dives into his conversational uh, commerce, he's also been dabbling a lot and being at the forefront of the opportunities of AI when it comes to creative design. So we're going to dip into that conversation as well. Um, I'm going to have to call you Benny, because that's what you seem to call yourself. Yeah. Um, it's more Benny. easy. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you for having me, uh, many sides. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so I gave a very high-level introduction, although you have a very impressive background. Um, but tell us a little bit of, of more about um, about Drop and and about what your company does. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, I mean, like you say, Drop is a, a social commerce platform. And to give you a little bit of uh, background about myself, so I've been a, a creative director for like the, the past uh, uh, over 10 years. I started a creative agency um, with my co-founder, Shu, right uh, after school. Um, been in the space of like uh, helping uh, large customers, creating uh, better content for their social media platform, building up their community and, and scaling up their engagement. And um, and I will say when we, we did that on the agency, like one thing that kind of like strike us was kind of like seeing brands spending more and more money to try to get their audience on social to visit their, their e-commerce website. And, uh, and after a while, we kind of like realized that um, if the next generation of consumer doesn't want to leave their favorite social media application to visit a website on their phone, maybe we could build a, a solution that will bring the product directly to them. And that's, that's what we did uh, uh, with Drop. Um, so um, if you've been in, in China or this part of the world, uh, social commerce is obviously uh, way advanced at what we have in the Western world. Application like WeChat, you do everything within one place. Um, so that was kind of like the main inspiration. And uh, we launched a company two years ago, work with amazing brands and, and retailers, and um, and really trying to be at the forefront of uh, social commerce and, and helping brands selling more efficiently uh, to their audience on, on Instagram, TikTok, and, and any other social media platform. And you recently uh, 
somewhat recently uh, announced a, a raise, a, a fundraise. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, totally. So we uh, we did a pre-seed round and a seed round that we closed in uh, June last year. So almost like eight months ago now. And um, yeah, this round was laid by uh, Speed Invest, which is one of the best uh, VC fund in in Europe. I love the team over there. They've been super supportive and and a great partner. And then we have a couple of uh, uh, amazing business angels as well, and uh, and uh, and smaller VC fund that are uh, very strategic investors. So helping us with introduction with brands and and just uh, uh, providing us with with the right mentoring we we need to scale the business. Um, great. So tell us a little bit about what you see in the opportunities when it comes to social commerce. What are you most excited about? Yeah, I mean, I feel that, um, you know, what is super interesting is um, like when you think about e-commerce, like I feel that a lot of brands and, and specifically large enterprise brands and, and traditional retailers, um, they are like still figuring out what e-commerce is about. Um, so we're always talking that like social commerce is like, you know, like uh, 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 one step ahead of that. Um, so I, I really feel that we're just like scratching the surface, to be honest. But what is super interesting and one thing that we discover right uh, uh, while working on, on Drop is the right now about like 83% of the world mobile internet traffic is happening on social. So there is like 17% of maybe some boomers that are still uh, visiting websites from their phones, but, but the reality is like Gen Z and, and, uh, and alpha consumer. They're just like spending all of their time on on this platform and uh, while there is a lot of tools that exist to kind of like enable and increase a uh, uh, conversion rate right on on the website and all these different things i feel that they are like mostly focusing on like the very bottom of the funnel right so like the sub one or two percent customers that will get through the finish line how can we like improve that um with social commerce and the way we are looking at it at drop is is really to like increase um the, the size of the audience and uh, and finding ways to engage better with your following or through paid social initiative with with your audience on social they're not even inside the the sales funnel uh, already so it is kind of like marketing uh, uh, 101 but uh, but it's pretty interesting because i feel the past 5 years a lot of marketers kind of like forget the, the basics because they were, um, you know, so focused on the, the paid social initiative and uh, and how to optimize ad campaign to direct uh, uh, immediate return. I think with everything going on in the market, this uh, uh, change right now and people like realize that it's very important to kind of like uh, uh, rethink the acquisition uh, um, initiative, the nurturing flow, all these different stuff. And, um, and I feel that doing this only for like post sales or very bottom of the funnel is a, is a big missed opportunity. So uh, I think we, I mean, for us, we're just getting started. We're seeing amazing results, obviously. And, uh, and, and right now we're very focusing on like working with the right, um, uh, set of customers and partner to kind of like define like this, like a, a new reality and helping them driving more revenue from their social media initiatives. So tell us a little bit more, like, how do you onboard with a client? What does this relationship look like? Yeah, so it's a uh, the we, we we are focusing on on um, I would say mid market plus and enterprise customers. Um, but the the beauty with our platform is um, there is no like a difficult technical integration. So like when a, a brand understands the vision and they want to try it out, it takes like literally two minutes to connect their Instagram to the drop platform. 
and maybe a couple more minutes to uh, synchronize our product catalog for their e-commerce site uh, to the drop platform as well. Um, so this part is like fairly easy. I would say like what takes like the, the, the most amount of like time or education is really the fact that this is a new channel. So like uh, um, none of these brand ever really think about leveraging Instagram direct messages and automation as a way to capture the audience and, and drive revenue. Um, so um, when a brand is like uh, sold on, on the vision, um, the onboarding is pretty straightforward and we go live very fast with, with customers. Uh, but I would say what will take the most time is like being sure that um, uh, we understand the roadmap and their upcoming initiatives and, and objective and, um, and that we're like helping them to set themselves up for success by, by using our platform. Um, that, that's kind of like the current state, but we're very, we're not an agency anymore. So like very product focused and, uh, but we also want to like provide, uh, our customers with like the right amount of, of support, um, to being sure that they can navigate this, like, uh, uh, new territories that rarely they have a lot of experience with. So when it comes to the messaging, right, are you helping them develop that? Do you use tools like AI for that? Mm -hmm. um, how are you leveraging data to make sure that they're not only uh, relevant at the moment of interest, but also de delivering the most relevant content? Yeah, totally. And um, and I think that would be a good transition to like talk more about AI uh, uh, after. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we are in the conversational commerce uh, uh, business, right? So um, we've been actually dabbling with AI for a while, like before even the chat GPT uh, uh, frenzy. But uh, but what is super interesting is, yes, is like being able to have a relevant conversation with your customers based on, on their um, level of intent or like the type of engagement they've been uh, uh, showing, um, mixing that with uh, a potential previous transaction history as well. So like what are the type of products they purchased before, you know, all these different things. Um, and then uh, uh, obviously, being able to using AI now that, uh, you know, used to be kind of like a buzzword or like something very uh, complex or, or whatnot. Um, no, it's just like a reality, right? We, we, uh, we leverage like tool, like, uh, uh open AI chat GPT and, uh, and really using their amazing API to being able to like forward or, um, uh, platform and provide like better, like, uh, understanding of like, what is the intent of the customers? not having to like uh, rely too much on decision tree because again, this like new technology can really help uh, uh, your software better understand what's going on in the conversation and, and how to um, uh, trigger um, the next message. Um, so definitely like AI is like, I mean, mind blowing and, and for 2023 will be like a big uh, focus for us. Um, kind of like exploring on the conversion, conversation, uh, sorry, exploring on the conversational side of things, uh, but also on the asset creation, um, because this is like a, a very important uh, uh, topic. And, uh, and the reason I started to personally double a lot around AI was really because we, we work with amazing brand and we're constantly hearing that one of the biggest pain point is uh, how to create constantly new material, new creative to being able to engage with their audience on social. And then um, that's another part where like AI, I think will be uh, like a, a massive disruptor in, in 2023 and beyond, um, because now you can create like at scale, amazing material and, um, and, and having like less limitation when it's about uh, content creation.
No, absolutely. And of course, this is how we found each other, or I found you. And then we got connected because it's been incredible what you've been posting um, on social. And it's great to know kind of like where that came from, right? And the mm-hmm. tie into what you're doing today. And, you know, we're, I'm a principal design architecture firm, and um, it's something we can't ignore. Like you're saying, I think this is a really key year and it's only going to accelerate. Um, but when you see the possibilities of the creativity that can be, um, outputted right you still need the right input so i want to talk to you a little bit about that process yep. right so it, it's still got to be um on brand and relevant especially when you're when you're talking about actually utilizing it with your customers you're not just doing it in high concept right there's like the mm-hmm. high concept aspect of it that i think is pushing the boundaries of imagination and getting to it much quicker and i compare it a bit to like um we kicked off with a client we would do a design brief we would think about materiality then we would go to pinterest and then we would pin a ton of sayings mm-hmm. and it's very manual when you think about it in that aspect and now you have this capability that can scrape all of that in seconds mm-hmm. right based on the keywords you give it um but yeah so tell us a little bit about your process and then how are you actually bringing it to a way that's viable for your mm-hmm. customers because i think that's the big conversation now is it going to be viable yeah totally and uh yeah, I mean, there is like a, a lot of thing in, in what you just say, but like I feel, you know, like the first part is is um, uh, to your point, like the, the technology and the velocity where like the technology evolve is like mind blowing, and uh, and and I know you you were at my uh, um, uh, masterclass uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it is crazy because like we're talking about like couple months time getting from like you can do like a, a funny painting to kind of like impress your your friends and family um so you can do something like high fidelity that looks like you know like a a, a couple of like people have been behind and like 3d rendering and and all the different stuff so i think that kind of like the first point that this is moving super fast and and uh and it's very important to kind of like understand you know what it takes how it works and um and to your point on kind of like the ideation phase the concept parts like i think it's already totally actionable today um uh, kind of like in the process and similar that what you describe on on the creative side like when you you run a creative agency or like you 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 pitch your clients usually you will show up with like a mood board and concepts and references um here like what i think is like super interesting is when you use references or you go on pinterest you're basically using stuff that already been created by by someone um definitely you can have like the same workflow with like the ai but like the 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 part that is like mind-blowing is like the ai will contribute to the creative process and uh i don't know if you saw my post early um uh today with like chanel the, today. Yeah, the chanel experience and and a lot of people are commenting like oh my god it's like the sofa are amazing right and he's like hey it's really interesting because i haven't like specifically described the sofa it was more about like telling the story and the environment and the experience and then the AI generating this like amazing piece of furniture that you're just like, okay, I mean, this, this is like a, a next level and, and haven't existed until, uh, until now. Um, so that's, uh, that's super interesting. Um, the question after is like, how do we actually make use of this in like in real life, in, in real campaign? I think this is like, uh, for us at least like one of like our big focus is like, 
okay, this is cool. You can create amazing stuff. You can, you know, get uh, uh, likes and engagement on LinkedIn. Um, but now we're getting into a phase where we're actively working with brands into like, okay, how do we take like the ideation part, which is like checked, this part is working, but no, like all the way to like actually making this a reality, right? And, uh, and that's the part that's going to be like super interesting because Obviously, there is some limitation with with the AI, and um, and uh, and also it's gonna take. I feel like brand that have like the capability to embrace this and being like, okay, like we feel comfortable working on a project that will be, you know, like in collaboration with um, uh, artificial intelligence. And um, because if they are not ready, I think it's always going to be this thing where like internally it makes some waves, but like they don't like pull the trigger to making this uh, uh, in the real world. So that that's like a, a step two that we're like already working on with a couple of like uh, uh, key partners. And, um, and, and for us, the ultimate goal is kind of like, how then you, you, when you understand this and you're able to being successful, how can you like roll this out and integrate this inside your own products? Um, because that, that's where it became, uh, uh, I think, super interesting. And, uh, and obviously you can see a lot of like concepts being generated with AI for like amazing like beauty uh, uh, pack shot or like concepts for, for stores and all these different things. Um, but it's very hard to kind of like take like a real products and integrate these products inside the render. I mean, you can doing it for when you're doing for Nike because the AI will have so much like understanding of the brand already. Uh, but if you are like an upcoming beauty brand, so like it's going to be very hard for you to kind of like generating something uh, uh, powerful. Um, so that's like another topic we're working on um, with our engineering team is just like, okay, how can we combine this like amazing rendering, but also kind of like train a layer on top of that to being like, hey, this is the products that we want to integrate in this like uh, scenery, in this um, uh, creative assets. Um, I, I saw a couple of startups on the topics, uh, but but I think it's it going to take some minutes to really crack this. And, and I feel for us, it makes just so much sense in the in the value chain for our customers. Like Rhino, our main product is around social commerce, the CRM element. How do you sell your product via Instagram uh, direct messages? And we provide them with a lot of templates and inspiration. Um, I think when we're going to be able to say, okay, now you connect your e-commerce sites and we can generate based on the pack shot of your products material for your social media team, I think this will be a uh, uh, next level. So that's uh, that's a big focus. I don't have really like a deadline about when this will be a reality. What I feel is like the technology is moving so fast right now that what seems to feel like science fiction like six months ago is now happening. So like uh, my personal feeling is like it's not going to slowing down anytime soon. And, uh, and, and it's really going to be interesting to see what's kind of like the use case that came out um, beside just like the iteration and experimentation uh, uh, opportunity. No, I completely agree with you. It's um, interesting on your point too, because when you talk of AI, you have the opportunity for like chat, like for the commerce side of it, right? And then you have the imagery and the campaign side of it. And so it's also going to be interesting, I think, when you can bring those two together mm -hmm. um, as you're working with your engineering team. And I think in this stage, like you mentioned, it's going to be a little more of a mix. It's going to be a hybrid of high tech and, and human. Mm -hmm. um, where it's always going to need the human element, but maybe, you know, the creative team can still take inspiration from that sofa, right? Or aspect them and then bring it into the creative they would already do would have done, but it's still pushing the boundaries of where mm -hmm. they wouldn't have gone before. So um, that feels like the immediate opportunity. Um, and then just also how much you can maximize output, right? Mm -hmm. In the future, um, as you, as you embrace these tools. 
Um, so, so tell us, um, what are your thoughts? I'm going to get a little controversial really quick, but there's a lot of conversation too about like copyright and legality. And there's this, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I have mine, but I'm curious on yours. Yeah. I mean, the, there's definitely, uh, 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 polarizing topic and um, and we had a workshop with our uh, legal team as well just to try to like understand what's going on uh, there and you know if you create content using AI do you really own this content are you able to like sense it to to your customers or, or all this type of good stuff one thing that we learned and I'm not a lawyer so it's not like legal advice but uh, what was interesting is like they were like basically saying that um, they were seeing a lot of cases happening right now so it's like like I, I, they feel that they don't even have like the the right answer yet because like so many things are happening in the space um besides like the pure like legal uh, uh, aspect what i see as a creative is i mean for me it's like this, this it's a huge revolution right it's like you're you no matter what like if you to being able to generate good uh, outcome right like it it's provide a lot of um uh like you remove a lot of barrier right like you have like amazing skills now as a creative but then you still need the human to be like okay oh i'm gonna use that right and um and i really see this as like same thing as like photography right it's like okay now you press a, a button instead of like having to doing like a, a painting which was like you know this type of like revolution but the reality again is not because i give you a camera that you're going to be an amazing uh, uh, photographer so uh, i think that kind of like my two cents on this one thing that i feel is super interesting too is uh you know when a lot of artists kind of like uh, um uh speak up about the fact that okay like it's being trained on other people work so it's like basically copying our work all these different things uh, it's actually way more difficult to get an ai to do like a copy of someone else's yeah. work than like using a photoshop or other tool and and making a copy if you want to rip off someone else's work because the reality is like you can always like as the AI to be okay, like make a, a painting in the style of, um, you know, Van Gogh or Murakami, and you will recognize like, uh, okay, it actually looks like, but it's going to be way uh, almost impossible to like, as the AI, can you do like an exact replica of this specific work, right? Which is a definition of like copying someone's work is like, it's not just like trying to emulate their style is also taking the, what they did in their own style and like replicate it uh, uh, in uh, for whatever um, uh, usage. So in this sense, also, I feel that there is a lot of like more conversation that need to happen to people really understanding like this is not about like feeding the AI with images and then the AI taking pieces of these images and like recreating new work. Um, the way the diffusion model works, making it like almost impossible for the AI and the model to be like, okay, I'm going to use this existing piece of work mm -hmm. and then I'm going to uh, create this like uh, uh, output. But that, that's a bit technical, uh, but I am a big uh, optimistic, uh, uh, I would say when it's about like technology and disruption, it's like, of course, you know, it, this is going to have an impact. And, and I think a lot of brands are still figuring out how this like new technology will impact or like our creative work flows the way our team are set up all these different things um but uh, but i feel it's really going to be more about like augmented creatives and kind of like the example you mentioned it's just like way more fun to create like references and mood board with something like fresh and new that it is to actually going on pinterest and trying to find the image and presenting this to your your clients and and then being like 
hey, I mean, this is just a reference, so we're not going to repost this. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty interesting. And uh, so, yeah, I hope this answered your question, but uh, I'm on the optimistic side of things. I feel a lot more conversation need to happen. And, um, and we're thinking actually for like our upcoming webinars, trying to bring also like artists that are not necessarily from like this like AI world, just to like getting a, a different point of view, right? And like understanding. But so far, I feel because I'm also not presenting myself as like an artist, it is like I'm a designer and why I'm excited about the, the, the tech is really about how you can leverage that for like advertising, marketing and all these different initiatives. I've been seeing like more love than actually people, you know, trolling uh, uh, on my work. Um, but, but I talked to like a couple of other people in the space that was like trying to, uh, uh, you know, like... Uh, answer properly when they get the heat from someone being like yeah. this is like ripping off uh, uh artists and and creative work yeah no i totally agree i think it's how you position yourself and i love your this from a very exploratory point of view but i agree i mean i think there's not a lot enough precedence yet um i think to an aspect we the design industry creative industry whatever it's product design store design whatever it is they've been using inspiration off the internet all this time as mm -hmm. well so it's kind of an iteration off of that and to your point i've used the tool plenty of times and it, it will never give you exactly um what you know if you put pictures into the prompt you're never going to get that back you, mm -hmm. you know it pulls what it wants from there and interprets mm -hmm. what it wants from there based on your other prompts so um so no i'm optimistic as well i i would say you know i've watched the metaverse i've watched vr i've watched augmented reality and you know, when you're somebody who's watching technology all the time, I think you can tell the difference or something feels different. And I think this mm -hmm. feels a little bit different than mm -hmm. the, some of the other things we've seen over the past few years um, and its applicability to it actually becoming reality in the way we work. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what you're doing is exciting and congratulations on all you're achieving with Drop in just two years. Um, before I let you go, I think we've already been kind of speaking futuristically because you kind of live in that space. But um, if you had a crystal ball, you know, five years out, three to five years out. What are the what are the top two or three things you're most excited about? Yeah, but that's a good one because I think that <laughs> things are like I mean, especially in the past couple of months, right? Like the timeline on things, like just like feel that it shrinks. So, but but that's another thing too about AI, right? It's not something that happened six months ago. Like it's like something that's been there for like ten years, and then I feel in the past two or three years. Um, like the buzz wa was more about like Web3 and crypto. So like it feel almost like uh, AI engineers were like working in the dark. And then, you know, no, suddenly there is this like amazing uh, uh, outcomes that kind of like capture everyone's attention. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really tough one because I think like, like a lot of things can happen in like three to five years. Um, I'm very excited about kind of like this like next... Uh, um, I would say next generation of like social media platform because like the social element is like super important and and I really feel that um, uh, you know we we had kind of like this like era of like Instagram and TikTok are like okay everyone can make like video content and take a picture on their phone and so that kind of like fuel like all this like generation of uh, a social media platform. But no, for like creators specifically, there is this like new reality, right? Like you cannot just like is there is not just about like making a video or creating content, like no, you can use AI to create like so much more faster um, um, because before it wasn't like impossible to, to doing it. And so I think this part is going to be interesting to see like how this plays out and either kind of like the current social media platform evolve or like new 
platform will will come up in in the coming years. Um, one thing that I don't think will happen in three to five years, but more in a couple of months, that I'm personally super excited is uh, all these new models from like prompt to video. Um, I don't know if you saw Runway Gen One, uh, but this is like this like things like literally what you could do is like mid journey or stable diffusion, but no like directly for video content. So like making right. upfront, creating the video, or taking an existing video that you shot with your phone, and then putting like a, a creative image, and then the the model will basically transform your video into this like animated cartoon, you know, like whatever it is. So I think this part will be super exciting. Uh, what else? I mean, that's uh, yeah, that that's probably one thing on 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 the on the commerce uh, uh, side. Again, what I feel is very interesting is also like why like e-commerce is like super important. Like I'm starting to feel that like the brand that was the most successful, that the one that would not necessarily address e-commerce on one side and social on the other side and like kind of like the experiential element that's kind of like you know in silo, but more having this like holistic approach that. This is commerce right now, and like everything should be connected, and uh, mm -hmm. and and that's another thing that I think will be super interesting because there is less barrier to entry now to kind of like how do you create this like connected experience and and bridge the gap between in real life, you know, the metaverse virtual experience and and the social media platform. No, absolutely. I think that we're. Um... We mentioned metaverse earlier, but it's like, where's Web3 really going and, and the fluidity across these platforms and how brands and retailers intersect with us as consumers, wherever, mm -hmm. um, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. So I do, I think it's, um, we're still in early innings, but it's really exciting um, what the future holds. Thank you so much for getting on with us. It was great to have this conversation with you. Thank you, Melissa. Um, yeah, everybody again, this is ben, uh, Benjamin Benichu. He is the... CEO and co-founder of Drop and also um, a future forward thinker when it comes to AI and producing creative content. So definitely follow him on LinkedIn if you don't. Um, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for spending the time with us. It was a pleasure. Have a good one. Thank you very much. Thank you.